Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Talk a little NASCAR. Cup race coming up this Sunday, a big one. Let's bring in the expert, Doug Rice. You can find him on Twitter, Riceman61, president and anchor over at PRN Live. They have over 300 affiliates. Doug, thank you so much for joining us. Big race this Sunday. First off, how you doing, man? How you doing tonight? I'm, do- I'm doing fantastic. I always love to come on and chat with folks and do a little bench racing. So I'm excited for this Sunday, but I don't know how to play it. Right now over at BetMGM, Martin Truex Jr. is the favorite, plus 500. You're getting decent value with Kyle Larson, plus 525. And then Hamlin's plus 550. Kyle Busch, who I play every week, and he always lets me down. I'm not going to lie to you, Doug. Plus 650 is a better, that is. Um, who do you like this weekend? Who I don't like Truex is the favorite. He's never won there. Uh, there's kind of a joke in the NASCAR world that Martin Truex Jr. has about four home tracks because he's from Northeast. Uh, I, I don't like him this weekend. Uh, I think he can be a contender. I think he can get a top 10 finish, but I don't like him to win. Denny Hamlin hasn't won this year, but he's won three times at New Hampshire, and he's leading the points. So it's not like he hasn't won and he's been floundering. He just hasn't cut the ribbon. Uh, Of that group, I like Hamlin the best. So I look at past winners, you know, and I do this with golf when I handicap, and I try to do it with NASCAR, and I want to know how much this means, you know, course, or I should say, you know, track history. Uh, but Brad Keselowski obviously won in 2020, and you're getting 7-1 to odds with him. But I don't know why Harvick, who won it in 2018 and 2017, is 12-1. to How much does that matter, the fact that these guys are previous winners? I, I think it means a little bit psychologically, just like you made a reference to golf. I think there are certain golfers when they step up to the tee at a particular course, go, I know this place, it suits my game. And I think golfers have that same mentality. I like this racetrack. It really works for me. In the past, it's worked for Kevin Harvick. He's been the guy to beat up there. But this year, Kevin Harvick is 14th in points and hasn't sniffed a victory. And I don't know that past performance is going to be a prologue for a good show on Sunday for Kevin Harvick. Doug, Thank you for joining the show, first and foremost. My pleasure. Now, I'm not a huge NASCAR guy. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you, okay? I'm learning this on the fly. Now, my partner here and my, teaching pr- them. and my producer, they're all into NASCAR. So I have a very basic question. How? What makes one driver better in NASCAR than another driver? Like, what, like, what is the... Like, what's the discerning skill that this guy is clearly better than the field, and this is why he wins more than, you know, driver B or C? That's a great question. For somebody that doesn't know a lot about NASCAR, that's an awesome question. Thank you. You're making me feel I, a little bit better about myself. I, okay, well, that's good. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. I, I think so much of it has to do with reflex. I mean, mm. if you think about it, at many of these tracks, these guys are flying into a turn at 185 miles per hour. Yeah, they're they're protected, and if they crash, they're probably not going to get hurt. But the outcome of that race, every time they do that, and I think – reflexes, how quick you can react, and a sense of anticipation. Mm. And and also, um, you guys mentioned Kyle Busch a moment ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kyle's, Kyle's won a lot of races yeah. because he's fearless. And he does not care if 
somebody's going to come over for a barbecue after the race is over. Wow. If he needs to move you out of the way, yeah. he will do so to win the race. Right. And and I think the good ones have a little bit of a of a ruthless streak. If you win a bunch of these races, you you have a little bit of that killer instinct. Mm. You I had like me at barbecue, so hey, thank there you. Go. Thank you for that one, <laughs> Doug. What are your thoughts on those uh, on the rumors? And I know NASCAR responded uh, surrounding the next gen car safety issues after the crash testing. What do you know about that? Uh, I, I know as much as everybody else yeah. knows, and I've made a couple of calls. Uh, NASCAR has reassured everyone. Don't know where this came from. Uh, we ran these crash tests. We were really satisfied with them. Uh, I think they're probably, if I had to wager, uh, the, we'll know what the results of those crash tests are by early next week because you can't let something like that story simmer. They're building a new race car that NASCAR will run next year, uh, the next-gen Gen 7 car. Uh, it's fairly dramatically different. Uh, there were rumors that a crash test of this car at Talladega Super Speedway didn't go well. If if you're NASCAR, you have to squash that immediately. And so it, I, I think they're pushed into a situation where if, if what they've said, and one of their executives, Scott Miller, came out and said, don't know where this came from, then bring the proof to the forefront and make that a non-story. Wow. We're talking right now with Doug Rice from PRN. So the other big story in NASCAR, I was just reading about this about six hours ago, would be Brad Keselowski leaving his team at the season's end. Talk a little bit about that. You know, what's going on there? Well, you've got to, you know, like so many other things, you have a domino effect in NASCAR. Uh, it was announced earlier today, and we kind of suspected part of this, that Brad Keselowski is going to leave the Penske organization, which is highly regarded. And Brad has won a championship and a lot of races there. And he's going to Roush Fenway, a team that at one time was highly regarded and has come on hard times. But Brad is smart. He's an engineer. He is in this for the long game. He wants to go over there. If he doesn't win races, I think he will help other people win races. But then you create a vacuum. So now they have promoted Austin Sendrick, young guy that's won a lot of Xfinity races, kind of like AAA baseball, into the slot that he had. And then Matt Benedetto, who was driving another car related to Penske yeah. uh, through the Wood Brothers, he gets left out now as they put Harrison Burton in that car. And Benedetto, it's, it's a sad story. He's a fan favorite. People like him. He's affable. He's got a good social media game. And now he's sitting there going, I don't know if I'm going to have a ride for next year. But but the bad thing for Matt is if you don't win, at the end of the day, uh, when the music stops, you're not going to have a chair. And Matt's not one. And that's that's the big thing that's hurting. Wow. That's crazy. So I'm also looking at the 2021 NASCAR Cup Series Championships and um, over at BetMGM, Larson plus 200, Chase Elliott plus 650, and then you got Kyle Busch, 7-1 to one odds, Denny Hamlin seven, plus 750, and then Truex Jr. plus 850, just looking at the top, you know, the top uh, odd getters. So Larson is plus 200. He's the overwhelming favorite. Is it worth a play to take a shot with Elliott or Busch or anybody else, or is, is Larson the smart play, even though you're not getting the best value? Well, do you want to win? Do you want to win big? I, I mean, do. Isn't that the ancient question that yeah. Las Vegas is built on? If you want to win, uh, you take Larson. I, I Right now, as, as we're talking, I think he's the favorite. 
But I know what Chase Elliott did last year. He got hot and torched everybody in the playoffs. So all things being equal, I think Chase Elliott's probably the better play. Who do you like? Uh, anybody that you like as far as top three, top five this weekend? Anybody that you think is really going to show up? That that doesn't normally show up? Yeah. Uh, even though he's won a race this year, but he hasn't. He doesn't have a lot of top fives and top tens to back it up. Ryan Blaney marries up really well to this racetrack. I could see him making a little bit of noise, maybe sneaking out of there with a top five, and not a guy that you're looking at right now going like, yeah, he, he could be he could be a, a threat to do it. And I'm really curious, because you mentioned Keselowski being the last person that won there, what he's going to do now that that it's publicly known that he's not going to race for Penske. We had a little sneak, though. Uh, he won a championship for Roger Penske in the Cup Series the year, the last year that Dodge was in the sport. And everybody knew Dodge was getting out, and the, and the play was, well, they're not going to win. Dodge is going bye-bye. And, you know, Keselowski won out and won a title. So I, I don't think, getting into his head, that announcing that he's leaving that team and not racing there anymore is, is going to bother him on the racetrack. Uh, over at BetMGM, they always have these these boosters, and they have this prop. And I keep looking at it; it's a little mini parlay, but it's six to one plus six hundred. So you know, you lay twenty bucks down, and it's Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson both to finish top three. Do you think that that's possible, or do you think maybe I should just stay away from that one, Doug? Ooh, that's real <laughs> six money. to one, man. You know uh, what I mean? <laughs> that, that's real money, but it's not. You know, Larson, yes, definitely. Uh, anywhere we race right now, I'll take him. And there's kind of been this perception that Chase Elliott's sort of fallen off this year. But the fact is that his stats after 21 races this year, there's only one metric where he's lower than he was last year, and that's laps led. He has won more races. He has more top fives. He has more top tens. So he's not been quite as flashy as he was at the end of last year. But if you – Compare first 21 races last season to this year, Chase Elliott's actually outperformed himself. I, I kind of like that. So yeah. Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson finish in the top three. Don't hate no, it. Take, yeah, no, I don't hate it. Okay, hate good. Because you know who else I was looking at? And I, I, I mean, I know that I'm going to probably play the same guys, but I was also looking at Kurt Busch. You know, he had the victory in Atlanta last Sunday, and it was the first time, obviously, you know this, since the season opening Daytona 500 that a team outside NASCAR's Big Three actually took the checkers in a Cup Series race. What do you think about Kurt Busch heading into this weekend? It's a long shot, of course. Uh, as, as a long shot, if you've got a couple of extra yeah. uh, bucks laying around, but that's that's... That's as a long shot. I, I don't think, and I think, I think, you know, for Kirk, that was the release valve. Now he can, you know, he doesn't have to worry. He's in the playoffs. So good for him. And, and, and what a run, man. He went to Atlanta and just crushed everybody. I did not see that coming. Doug, speaking of Atlanta, uh, a little birdie told me that you're a Falcons fan and you're also a Braves fan. Um, I'm a Cubs fan. Yeah, we, I, we, I, we just I, gave I, you guys Jack Peterson. So take care so of what him. What did we get? So it's, I, I, is that, is that help? Yeah, you got Jock Peterson. So he's a good bat. He's a solid bat. He played half of a season with the Cubs, but they're a disaster, so they're selling everybody. So at least you guys are still going to try to win, even though you lost to Cunha, because that really stinks, that torn ACL, man. I love watching that guy play baseball. I, I just, I, He has been one of my all-time favorite Braves, even though he hasn't been there that long, because I just like watching him play. He's so joyful, and he, it, he just loves the game. 
And it just, it almost made me physically ill when I found out that, you know, he's out for the year. Hope he heals up. As far as being a Falcons fan, I just enjoy life in purgatory. (laughs) Hey, I feel like if you're not a fan of Tom Brady, that's that's what we all do as football fans. I got one more question for you. So what are you going to do the next two weeks if you don't have NASCAR? You know, I always I always dive into the Olympics. I'll try to hang on to the Braves for two more weeks. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, they've only they have not been above five hundred all year. I think they're, they they got to it and then they lost the last game against the Marlins before the All Star break. So I'll, I'll I'll watch some Braves and you know I I'm not going to get sucked into training camp news. Hey, that Doug. is the biggest fool's gold on the planet. Hey, Doug, could you speak about the addition of uh, Josh Sims to the NASCAR uh, team? Well, I, I know Josh. I'm not, not like we go out and hang out, but I've, <laughs> I've done some shows with him. Uh, I think that's awesome. Josh Sims is a great reporter. Uh, I've been on with him and Nick Carboni at their station in Charlotte, and I, I just think it's fantastic. He'll, he'll do them a wonderful job. He, he's a smart cat. He, he knows his sports upside down. Absolutely. Doug, thanks so much for joining us. Enjoy the race this weekend. Give us one last time. Give us your pick. If you got you got you got to throw somebody out there. I got, I've got to pick Sorry. one call. Uh, you know, it's probably you want to pick I'll give you two. I'll give you the obvious one, which is Kyle Larson, because I think every week right now when we roll the track, I know he's in a, a four game non a four race non winning streak, but at one of them he had the race one and blew a tire a mile from the end. At the other one, he finished second. Last week, he got a penalty late, and it cost him any chance at a good finish. I really like Kyle Larson a lot. Uh, I don't know, outside of him, maybe Denny Hamlin might get his first win of the year. He just races there extremely well. I love it, because you didn't come on here and give us the chalk picks. You didn't give us Truex Jr. like everybody else would have. You're giving us a guy with plus 550 odds over at BetMGM. Hey, how can we listen to you? We know we got, you got over 300 affiliates over at PRN. Um, uh, download the uh, GoPRN app at GoPRN. Download the Performance Racing Network app. You can listen to us that way. You can listen to us through NASCAR.com. And, you know, we've got 300 affiliates. Or you can listen on SiriusXM on Channel 90. If you want to hear the NASCAR race, when PRN broadcasts it or the Motor Racing Network, you can hear it. If you can possibly get to a phone connection or an Internet connection, and unlike <laughs> – a lot of other sports, there's no subscription window. You can listen for free. Doug, thank you so much. Good luck to the Braves. Since my team is officially finished, I wish you guys good luck and you make a run even without uh, our guy, Ronald Lacuna Jr. All have, right. Thanks have, a lot for having me on. This was a lot of fun. Absolutely. Have thank fun you, this Doug. weekend. Thank right, you very care, much. Doug Rice. Find him on Twitter. He's at RiceMan61. He's the president and the anchor over at PRN Live. And he likes Kyle Larson. Kyle Larson, right now, over at BetMGM is plus 525 to win the race this weekend. I'm going to take a shot anytime we have anybody on and they gave us a pick. They give us a pick. I got I to jump on it.